Hey there, Transfer Nation. This episode is part three of a three-part series that explores North Central College's Cardinal First Transfer Initiative. You may want to go back to episode one, where we interviewed Julie Carballo, the director of the program, to get the inside scoop on the program's origin story and structure. Or episode two, where we hear from recent alum, Daniela Chavez, about the student experience. This episode focuses on the faculty perspective with Professor Neil Nicholson and his perspective on being a transfer faculty mentor. Welcome to the Transfer Nation Videocasts and Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Dr. Heather Adams, Senior Program Manager of Transfer Initiatives at the Aspen Institute's College Excellence Program. Transfer Nation aims to create a network and community of educators who work with and advocate for transfer and post-traditional college students. Our mission is to build community, transform culture, and empower success for transfer educators and students by sharing resources and celebrating all things transfer. Well, welcome everyone to Transfer Nation. I am thrilled to be here with Neil Nicholson, who's a professor of mathematics at North Central College. We've been doing this series on North Central College's Cardinals First Transition Program, and Neil's here with us today to share the faculty point of view, to share how his experience and working with transfers has impacted his life, um, give a little insight into the program itself and how faculty involvement is engaged and integrated into the program, and um, maybe share some tips for us all and some of the faculty that are listening. So welcome, Neil. I'm so excited to learn from you today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Why don't you start us off with just a little bit about you and who you are and how you came to transfer first-gen work. Sure. Uh, so this is my 12th year at North Central. I'm a native Illinois person. I grew up about uh, 100 miles west of here, uh, and I was the first-gen student myself. Went to Lake Forest College in the north suburbs of Chicago, and then just wanted to keep going to school and end up, I ended up being a professor. When I got here to North Central, when Julie started the the first gen program, it became a sort of a call to all faculty. Uh, who's first gen? Do you want to get involved? So really from the get-go of that program is when I got involved with first gen. And quickly I realized how many first gen students there are. The questions they have are very different than those students who can just ask their parents, what did you do when you were in college? And so through that, they've, they've built up some transfer work that Julie talks about and and I've gotten involved in that as well. Uh, I see those students in my classroom, and it's just sort of a, a great way to bridge their past experiences at the previous institution with where they are here uh, and, and help them make that, that transition. I love that you're really adding to the enriching experience and knowledge they're bringing to the institution, right? Because you, you're absolutely right. That's the great thing about transfers is they've, they've been in college classrooms before, they've had life experiences before, and they're just, they're, you know, they're continuing on their journey. And I think sometimes it can be really easy to forget that from the four-year institution perspective, where you're used to having first-time in-college, full-time students um, right out of the gate. So I really appreciate that. You might not know the answer to this, and it might have been something um, to ask Julie in the earlier episode, 
But how did you get, did you get a letter from the dean? Did you get a letter from Julie? Who sent this call out to first gen faculty? I just kind of want to know the nuts and bolts of that. It was Julie. Uh, Julie has built this program from the ground up. Every year, uh, she communicates with the entire faculty. Am I missing anyone? Who's new to the school? If you haven't heard about the program, both faculty and staff, the list is not just faculty. It's, it's anyone at the college who's first gen gets involved. Uh, and I think students appreciate that. They see that they're surrounded by students who are just like them. And then with the transfers, I think she's, she's built a list of people who themselves transferred when they were undergraduates as well. That shared experience makes all the difference, doesn't it? In that building community and feeling a sense of belonging. So if you were talking to another faculty member, either at your institution or elsewhere, what, how would you describe the program from a professor faculty point of view? So if I had a new faculty member come in, let's say, who I didn't know if, if she or he were, were a, a first gen and I was found out that they were. And I, I said, let's get, let's get you involved. It, it's meaningful. It, it's, it's worthwhile. It's really where you build those, those critical relationships. Uh, I, I tell them the program really is just getting the students to know that you're, you've been in their situation that your door is open to them. Uh, I mean, there's not a requirement that you put a sign on your door. Most first-gen folks, we have a sign on our door that says, I'm first-gen, just to let them know we're there. The The actual nuts and bolts involved at the start of every semester, start of every year, Julie puts a call out. We've got these activities. I'm, I'm sure when she spoke before, she mentioned the variety of types of activities and which are you comfortable doing, whether it be a, a sophomore supper whether it be the presentation to the first years, whether it be a, a, a transfer Tuesday, to come give a presentation, tell your story, and let them know who you are. Put a face. Uh, not everyone comes to math classes. Not everyone, unfortunately, likes math. But to let them know that they're welcome in our office. You know, it doesn't just have to be a math question that you're coming to see us for. If you've got a, a life question, I may not know the answer, but we're here to help you find it. Do you find students come to you one-on-one -on -one after those types of engagements and interactions? Like on a day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week level, do you do more mentoring or one-on-one -on -one sessions? I would say students? occasionally. I would not say on a daily basis. I think it's more in our different roles on campus we find we'll bump into a student and they'll say, oh, you were in my small group at the sophomore supper. You sat at our table. I don't know if you remember me. So I work a lot with athletics. And so if I'm, if I'm down at a practice with a team, I'll see a student may come up to me and say, oh, you, you were at my, the, the, the Cardinal first thing on the lawn last week and you, you told your story and thanks for doing that. And then those sort of naturally, just those, those tiny conversations a lot of times snowball into something bigger. And, and I've had these three and four year relationships with the first gen students and also a couple two year relationships with, with transfer students who in no way are in a major related to mathematics, but they update me on what's going on and, and how their career has gone. And then when they get ready to graduate, we chat. So it is it's this long-term mentorship that I think are the really meaningful things. Not as huge as you might think. It's not like I'm getting 20 students a year. I'll get 20 or 30 that I bump into, but a handful of those become these ongoing mentorship opportunities. How great. Do you, do you find that 
there are, this has obviously impacted your life in some major ways with this mentorship and, and, and connection. Are there other ways that the program has impacted you? It helps me as a, as a faculty member. I think when I'm at some of the events Julie puts on and she'll be talking about, or she sends a lot of really good documentation ahead of time. She'll let us know, this is what we're going to be talking about when you're not here. And it's issues that I've never cognitively said, oh, there might be a large subset of my population in my class that's dealing with this particular issue. And so I'm aware of maybe external factors that can impact students in the classroom. I think that's one of the big takeaways that I've had is just learning about, oh, I never thought that this could be something in the class, outside of, of, of your time in the classroom that maybe is going to impact how you how you can study for a test. And so uh, it helps me become a better teacher. I think that's a number one vital reason why faculty need to be engaged in this advocacy for transfer, it sounds like. Are there other really vital reasons that you think uh, faculty members should engage, whether it's a first gen, but particularly transfer because of that transition and that wonky navigation? Why is it vital? You know, why do faculty have this role um, in, in the transfer advocacy world? As I learn more and more about the transfer population, I learn, I, I'm becoming much more aware that the, the set of questions they have, the, the roadblocks that they hit are significantly different than the first gen population or even just the first year student that, uh, they don't show up in our, our Calc 1 class, right? In our Calc 1 class, 90% of those are going to be first-year students. So I have to be aware, got to kind of teach them how to study, time management, sort of those, those life skills in addition to, let's learn about the fun stuff, derivatives, limits. Uh, transfer students, they're going to show up in our, our junior-level classes. And we just assume by the time you're in a junior-level class, you're good, you got it. And so recognizing who are the transfers, what are the the hiccups that they, you know, they got, they're set in their ways, right? They spent two years at a different institution where things were done a certain way. And if we just expect when they come into our classroom, oh, you're going to know how to do those things. That's not fair. That doesn't, that's fair to them, right? So it's on me to not just say this is how it is, but to help, help guide them through that. And I think all of us faculty have a, a sort of a responsibility not to always meet students where they're at, but to sometimes step out of our comfort zone to make college as successful of an opportunity for students as it can be. And, and transfers, I think, have sort of been kind of in the background because, because of what I said at the beginning. Oh, they've done this for two years. They're good at it. Exactly. And those types of assumptions often miss a great opportunity to see the asset that transfer students bring to the university too in terms of the social and cultural capital and the previous life experience and having been in college before you know they, they have a different sensibility and a different um, voice that they're bringing to the classroom and to the discussion uh, I always as a transfer student myself loved those kind of conversations with the faculty because I often was bringing in a different perspective that hadn't bought that of maybe a first-year student first time in college, first year student wouldn't bring up. I was also an older student, so that 
you know, I wasn't afraid of my own voice, these things that sort of help, but it really crafted an incredible relationship between my faculty members and, and I, or the professors in my classes. So I love that you're taking that consideration. I think it's an important one for faculty who are listening to this. So now for the administrators and the practitioners listening to this at institutions. I used to be the director at the Transfer Center at UCLA and I was always looking for key recommendations for how to engage faculty in the transfer conversation and the work. It sounds like Julie's really excellent at this. Um, she sends emails, she sends information so you're prepared. Do you have any recommendations for others who are looking to build a program like this uh, to engage the faculty in it? I think Julie has, she, she does an amazing job with getting the information out there. I think I have not been involved in the administrative level. I've never, I've not been a department chair. And so administrators who are listening to this, maybe I'm going to say something that, that, well, we can't do that. And I apologize. Um, but I think giving us not just the tools, right? Julie's going to give us the tools, but to put more on faculty's plate without finding space on the plate, I realizing that relationships are critical, right? The, 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 this is research has shown in all avenues that students aren't gonna be successful at anything if they don't have relationships and particularly transfers aren't gonna be successful if they can't make a meaningful relationship, finding a way to allow faculty to do that. Maybe it means you lessen a scholarship requirement. Maybe it means you value, in particular, maybe this is more than lessening the scholarship uh, requirement. Uh, I know that's probably asking too much, but making mentorship sort of count in one's evaluative performance, performance evaluation. When you go up for tenure at most institutions, are you publishing? Are you doing research? Are you a great teacher? Those things are assumed. Oh yeah, and are you doing mentorship? Sort of a checkbox. Right? And, and I'm guessing a lot of faculty say, well, yeah, I talk to my majors outside the classroom. They stop on out and we, we chat about going to grad school or maybe I oversaw a research project and I kind of mentored them that way. Finding a way to value mentorship, to, to tell faculty, if you're good at this, it really counts because it's, it's making a difference to the bottom line, frankly, I think that's really important to a lot of schools right now, right, is the bottom line. And if you can get more students to stay through relationships, do that. That's my, my suggestion. But I'm not the administrator, but that would be my suggestion is make it count a little bit more and show that you value it in some way. Neil, I couldn't agree more. And I think I'm hoping leadership is listening to this. And can think about the incentive structure structures at their institutions and really value this type of service and relationship building and mentoring that you're talking about because i i think that's important and i think sometimes it needs to happen from a leadership perspective where presidents and deans and and vice presidents are saying like this is something that we really value in our faculty members and we're going to provide opportunities for them through through practitioners and, and administration and staff in the school, school to really have opportunities, find the space on their plate for it, and weave it into the faculty and um, expectations. So I love that. 
Is there anything else that you want to share about this experience? Anything, any key insights, key takeaways? You shared so much, but anything else you'd like to share with folks today about your experience and about transfer students in general? I probably have no insights beyond what Julie said. So I think my key insight would be rewind the podcast to Julie talking, listen to what she said, and do that on your campuses. I, I can't, it's not a, oh, I just love North Central College and I'm just trying to, to toot our own horn. She could be at a different school. What she's doing, sort of those, look up what she's doing on the web, bring those to your own campus. They're not ours, right? They're, they're tools that are going to make students around the country, right? If you implement some of those things, tweak them to fit, fit what your school's mantra is, your school's keynote programs. You can make them your own, but purposeful engagement, I think, is, is, is huge. And I, I really, with the growth of the transfer population uh, in the years to come, and I think even more so down the road, it's really important. Neil. I am so thrilled to get to have connected with you and to learn a little bit about your experience with this. Thank you for sharing such wonderful insight and really clear steps on and, and impact that this program's had on you as a faculty member. Thank you so much for, uh, for your sharing. This episode was part three of a three-part series exploring North Central College's Cardinal First Transfer Initiative. Cardinal First is an award-winning program that focuses on providing a supportive and welcoming community for first-generation college students and their families. They develop a campus culture that recognizes and celebrates first-generation student identity as an asset, and they offer a program that intentionally connects first-generation college students to faculty, resources, information, and experiences that promote academic and personal success. Recently recognized by Excelencia for Education for their outcomes advancing Latino student success, this award-winning program has offered so much to so many students, and we are thrilled to be able to provide this three-episode arc to get an inside look at the Cardinal First Transition Program. Wherever you listen or engage, we can't wait to continue the transfer-centric conversation with you and continue celebrating all things transfer. And as always, in transfer pride.